2: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along
4: today. The Friday edition of The Ride Home.
5: May I be the first one to tell you, John? Tell me. I know it's early. Yes. I'd, but, you know, it's a little bit of a sad day. It's a very much of a sad day in some ways. But your weekend has still begun.
4: Ah, yes. Five minutes past the four o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. I'd say in this corner of the world, all is right and well, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, a little Hall <laughs> Notes. Da, 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 da,
5: da. Okay, I've experienced a bit of a personal evolution. You think? Years ago on the show, I expressed my incredible uh, long-held dislike of the band Hall and Notes. No,
4: it wasn't dislike. It was disdain. A little. Disdain. A little. Because uh, I proffered to not, you know, I grew up on Hall and Notes. Right. One of my first albums was Abandoned Luncheonette, which was Notes' first album, mm-hmm. and I was a fan ever since. Well into the '80s, when they, you know, evolved into something. Did do it
5: Man Eater, which was crazy. Yeah,
4: and so you you roundly mocked me. I did a little, and then I played you some. Cuts. You
5: know, this is what you did. You gave me a copy of oh. Abandoned Luncheonette. Oh,
4: that's right. And you
5: said Check you have to you have to listen to this, and I was like, okay, whatever. If this sounds anything like Man Eater, I am out. Mm-hmm. But She's Gone came on. (laughs) And I knew She's Gone because I've been on the radio a thousand times. But I think I'd never – that That is – that has become one of my all-time favorite pop songs any era. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And (sighs) – But I didn't tell you that I loved it because I wanted to keep this newfound thing to myself because I didn't want to jump in and I didn't want to, you know, it was a little hard to admit after all of my criticism Mm -hmm. that I was coming around. But um, I started to watch Live at Daryl's House. Mm -hmm. That show is so fabulous. Daryl Hall sucked me in. Mm -hmm. He's an incredible talent. I feel, but anyway, the long and the short of it is, I can't believe it. I'm a fan.
4: Yes, of course you're a fan. And then... The long and short of it is today. <laughs> this Kathy, was the,
5: this was the real turnaround. This is the
4: pinnacle today. <laughs> Kathy, her husband Eric, new Mike, my wife, and my son. We bought tickets to go see Hall and Oates tomorrow night.
6: We're all going. Yeah, we are. Oh, we're yes, all we going. are.
4: Woo! Yeah, we're going. We are going to go see them. Hall and Oates and Train. <laughs> I love Train. PPG Paints. Yeah,
5: I love Train. It's going to be a great night.
4: Oh, I think it's gonna be a really I'm fun. I'm totally night. excited. I'm, I'm co- crazy. Uncomplete. I'm super geeked. I'm super geeked.
5: Can't wait. Yeah, because your kiss is on my list. You might buy the T-shirt. I'm. You might. I could. Yeah. Of I'll you be will. honest with you. If I want to see who the band is, yeah. Because I don't care much about John Oates. He's not like my favorite thing. But yeah. I'm heavy into the band from sure, Live sure. at Daryl's House, and I'm just going to be telling you all about those guys.
4: Oh, yeah. 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 Excellent. Because I'm like
5: I'm like a scary geek, like stalker fan of theirs. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
4: I'm sure they'll want to stay away from that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
5: Yeah. all of us. I mean, purchased on one Ticketmaster order, we're going together.
4: Yeah, we're all sitting in the same row. Paul (laughs) and Oates. If you would,
5: if you would have told me that five years ago, I mean, I would have been like, you are out of your Uh, mind.
4: It's funny what you learn. I
5: know. You have to be open in life to learn new things. Yes, Uh you do. Yes, you do.
4: Which brings us to the state of our sadness today. Now, you know, you may have woken up to this. And a little earlier this week, uh, the designer Kate Spade committed suicide. But then we woke up this morning to hear that Anthony Bourdain himself committed suicide at the age of 61 in France. And now, I don't know how much you know about uh, Anthony Bourdain. But uh, his shows have been on whether CNN or the History Channel or the Food Channel for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. He is one, he was one incredible person, incredible person, big, verbose, unafraid, bold. And he went out and literally ate the world. Mm-hmm. To think that that man, in his despair, would kill himself, uh, it's, it's shocking. It's, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. It really is. You know, Everybody looks at celebrity, right? We all do and look at, we look at, you know, whoever that person is that we, we love, that we think's, you know, bright and funny and talented and all all that, that we lean into celebrity and think, oh, those lives must be just so delightful.
7: Mm
4: -hmm. You never know, right? We never know. We don't know what happens in our own family when a family member commits suicide, let alone what it is to someone seemingly like Anthony Bourdain, who had it all, the job of all jobs, the life of all lives. He traveled the world. He globe-trotted, and had great conversations mm. and just wonderful food. He was at a bon vivant, wasn't he?
5: He was. When I, when I read that he passed away today and I saw that it was suicide, I, I cried. I did. I, you know, I'm, I never met Anthony Bourdain. Um,
4: read his books. I read
5: his books and I watched a lot of his shows, and I had a, a deep appreciation for him. <laughs> I bet I disagreed with him on every single issue there is, mm-hmm. but he had an open heart to people, and I think that's what made his show tick. Yeah. And I think that's what made him tick. And to think that that open heart was so overcome. With despair, yeah. is just it's it, It's just tragic. It
4: is now these statistics. I'm, you may have heard these statistics today that between 1996 to 2016, there was um, a staggering a staggering increase of suicide by 25 percent in this country. The last time you know, the records were 2016, 45 thousand people killed themselves in 2016. It's shocking. But at the same time, everybody who's been in a dark place, yeah. you nod your head and go, yeah, yeah I get that. right?" Because yeah. who has not thought about this, especially mm-hmm. if you you know, tend to be depressive, right?
5: The number one thing I have to say is if you're hearing this program and you're considering suicide, don't do it. Don't do it. Seek help.
8: Don't Tell do it. Tell someone.
5: I, I, you know, I was thinking today, as I was crying tears for a person I never met, I thought to myself, if he could have looked... At what was written about him this morning? Oh my gosh! Just on Twitter, the amount of affection and appreciation and mm-hmm, respect mm-hmm. and gratitude—if he would have known that that was there, he would never have done it, or would that have stopped him from doing it? Who's
4: to say? Right now, here, and we also talked oh, about this. Gosh. Now, look for the person who seemingly has it all. One thing he did not have, and this is not to say that people who are Christians don't do this, one thing he didn't have was the knowledge of Christ in his mm-hmm. life. That we know of. Right, that we know of. But I'm sure, right, how many, you know, number of Christians also kill themselves.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: It's an equal opportunity offender.
5: It is. We're going to talk about Anthony Bourdain today and we're going to talk about Kate Spade. Not them as persons, but we're going to talk about what suicide does, especially when it's the suicide of a celebrity. Um, what that does for people who are like us and, you know, are on Twitter or Facebook and read about something like this and we're already struggling with our own demons. Um, that's in our five o'clock hour. We're going to open up the phone lines. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. Um, I'll be honest and say that um, knowing. Uh, a per, a public person like Anthony Bourdain, who made himself known to a certain extent on television and in his books, um, I grieve for him and for the loss of that in the world. Of course, uh, for the loss of his presence in the world. For every person who's who's been lost through suicide, there are countless people who think that, who grieve for the loss of that person in the world. Um, again, if you're contemplating suicide, know this: reach out. There are people. There are people who love you and would be absolutely devastated, never the same were you to leave this earth in that way. Yep. Please get help.
4: National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, 273 8255 273 8255 or you can go to speakingofsuicide.com. Uh, We'll take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about something a a lot lighter, although. uh,
5: But in a very, it's heavy because it speaks to the problems we're having in figuring out how men and women relate to each other and talk about each other. Yeah. The Miss America pageant, it's changing.
4: Stick around. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home with your input as well on the phones during the four and five o'clock hour. We'll step away for a minute, but please stay with us. Oh, 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 oh,
6: oh, 101.5 W O R D.
3: On the next Adventures in Odyssey, the Whisperer closes in on his prize.
2: I'm looking forward to this, Jason. I'll finally get to meet your father face to face.
9: Don't count on it.
2: It's his bowling night.
9: Your father wouldn't sit idly by and allow me to just waltz in and take applesauce.
2: He would to save my life. Will Wit turn over a deadly weapon to save his own son's life? Find out on the next Adventures in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on Word FM
3: WORD. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. The
10: most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who was honest and upfront, no hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work.
3: It all starts with our free author submission kit. Call 800-566- 1012. We'll edit, design, copyright protect, print and distribute books online and in book Stores everywhere. You'll see your books in Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. If you have a biography, novel, devotional, self-help, or other inspirational work, we get it published. We provide professional book editing, award-winning design, with the highest royalty structure in the industry. Plus, you retain 100% rights to your work. Get your book published today. Call for your free author submission kit at 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. at extremetruck.net. This is Mark Helgerman of Trinity Jewelers. Like you, my family and I love uplifting music that honors and glorifies God. It's played a big part in our personal walk of faith. That's why I'm pleased to be a major sponsor of the music here on Word FM. Tune in for the best of today's Christian music, Saturdays from 12 to 10 and Sundays noon to 6. You can also register for our weekly Christian music CD giveaway. Just stop by our store on Nebo Road during business hours. No purchase necessary. Hope to see you soon.
8: The return on my investment has been beyond my imagination. I always wanted to be a great dentist, but what I wasn't prepared for is the relationships that I'm able to develop with my patients.
2: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com.
8: Discover Eden Christian Academy
11: and discover an exceptional education in which solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission-true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org.
4: Earlier this week, it was announced by the powers that be at the Miss America pageant that they would no longer have a swimsuit competition. This is, this is big or, news.
5: Or an evening gown competition.
4: Right. So the focus is off Supposedly, the appearance of the contestants for Miss America. Now, Miss America since 1921 has been a mainstay of American culture, and it was initially formed in Atlantic City to bring young bathing beauties, and you can only imagine what the swimsuits looked like in 1921
5: a lot better than they look now, to bring the
4: young bathing beauties uh, out on the beach to extend the summer season. But. At its peak, at its zenith in the late 50s and the early 60s, millions of people watched that live event on television, and tens of thousands of attended the live event. Let's play a clip from the 1958 version of Miss America that was broadcast on live television.
7: And now, the Miss America pageant. Good evening, everybody. Coast to coast, Douglas Edwards reporting from Atlantic City, where the Cinderella Hour is approaching. Before this night is over, we'll know the answer to that momentous question. Who is Miss America for 1959? 25,000 people have packed this giant convention hall for the final evening of this annual pageant. It's the climax of a week-long spectacle featuring 52 of America's favorite daughters, one of whom will be chosen tonight as the fairest of the bear. From our vantage point high above the great stage, we'll be able to bring you all the highlights and all the excitement of this wonderful final evening of the Miss America pageant.
4: So there it is. The fairest of the fair will be chosen that particular night in 1958. <laughs> and, of course, in our house, we watch Miss America yep. all the time. And, and, and then always the, the, the pinnacle of the event was the MC, who you may know this name, Burt Parks. Burt Parks, once Miss America was crowned, then he would serenade her as she made her way down the runway and accepted her first walk as Miss America. Here's Burt Parks.
9: There she is, Miss America. There
0: she is, your idea. The dream of a million girls. One more than pretty And come true in Atlantic City For she may turn out to be The queen
11: of femininity
0: There she is, Miss America There she is, your ideal so oh, many beauties she took the pound by storm with her earlier
4: this week, the uh, Miss America pageant has said that they will no longer have the swimsuit competition, which for a lot of people has been a welcome change. I mean you you look back at the Miss America pageant, it was a staple in our house right. growing up. Mine I had five too. sisters, and um
5: oh, you had five sisters. you must have watched that yearly like it was me? Your- like it
4: was my job. I knew more about the Miss America pageant as a guy than any guy in my school, for better or worse. Uh, Liberty McArthur is with us. Liberty is a staff writer for the stream. She holds a bachelor's degree in journalism from Patrick Henry College. She wrote a piece after the stream called The Miss America Changes Are Worth Celebrating. Liberty, welcome to the show.
10: Hi, thanks so
5: much for having me today. Okay, Liberty. So this is in the news because Miss America Chairwoman Gretchen Carlson, who herself was a past winner of Miss America. She also was featured on Fox News with her own show for multiple years um, before she sued Roger Ailes and left the uh, network and, of course, won. Um, so now she's taken over Miss America and she says it's long past time that they make some changes. So no swimsuit anymore, a competition anymore, no evening gown competition anymore. What do you think of it?
10: I think this is a welcome change. I mean, one of the things, uh, Ms. Carlson said is that, uh, they will be focused on scholarship, social impact, talent, and empowerment. And they're more concerned with what's coming out of the contestants' mouths, what they have to say. Um, and what their, you know, goals are for the future rather than what they look like. And I think, you know, this is important because really what matters anyway is the Miss America organization has tried to posit itself for years as an organization that helps women um, achieve their goals. They give out $50,000 academic scholarships to the winner and then they promote all these things. And then at the same time, though, for all these years, it was like, well, you can't win unless you parade around in a bikini. And you look just so, you know, fit this one, I, you know, beauty ideal. And so I think that was kind of inconsistent um, with where we are today and how we should be viewing people. Uh, we should be looking at what's on the inside and their achievements rather than what they look like on the outside.
4: I got to be honest, Liberty. I I, I wonder how they're going to do this because uh, clearly they're going to have to judge on some appearance. I mean, they're,
5: they're, well, Gretchen Carlson's not saying they're not going to judge on appearance at all. I think she's just saying that they're trying to emphasize other parts of the competition. Okay. I'm not trying to defend her. I mean, I grew up watching the the Miss America pageant. Also, I mean, it was on a Saturday night. Yep. It was prime time. It was a big deal. My mom and I were always totally into it. But I mean, I don't think I've, my mom or I have watched it since I was about 12 years old. And now looking at how much things have changed, it seems like a relic from an older time. I mean, Liberty, did you ever grow up watching it?
10: You know, it wasn't really my thing. Um, <laughs> I did know some people that participated in pageants um, and it, it, I just didn't watch it because it wasn't interest to me, but I know the people I spoke with, the things that really mattered to them when they participated was just you know, kind of the confidence that the pageant gave them Mm -hmm. and, you know, the uh, eloquence and how they learn to express themselves and and to develop their ideas and be able to speak about them and defend them. So those are the things that I think matter most if you talk to the women who participate and the girls who start from a young age. Um, And I think the, you know, yes, learning how to dress professionally and present yourself well, that's all part of being professional, but I, I think, you know, having to walk around in a swimsuit kind of crosses that line. That's not about professionalism anymore. That's kind of, you know, something different that doesn't really reconcile itself with this, Idea of professional female empowerment and helping women to be able to, you know, achieve their goals in the world. Right.
4: I mean, this whole scaling back of the swimsuit competition and all the appearance, uh, this sort of is on the heels of the Miss America pageant itself coming under scrutiny because of emails that were written by the leader of the Miss American pageant that were made public. And uh, it was weird because it was the Miss America pageant, but it was very male top heavy. And now that male leadership has been washed away. Women are place and they're putting a whole new veneer on this who knows i mean this could be a, a different take a a new way to look at uh, some sort of what i don't want to say female empowerment right well no, and
5: it could, it could also be a giant flop Well, e- it's all, economically it's all, but it's all right i mean who watches already, it anymore i mean L- liberty listen before we went on the air john pulled up on youtube a clip from the miss miss america pageant 1958 we watched we watched 25,000 people live in an auditorium watching the Miss America pageant. I mean, that's how big it was at the end mm-hmm. of the 1950s. I mean, that's, that's hard to get your head around.
10: Yeah, I mean, definitely. I know I was reading about um, last year's ratings and they were, you know, it was still in the millions, of course, but it was definitely lower than even it had been in the previous year. And I think you're seeing that, um, you know, across a lot of different television shows as well, even like big sports events like the Super Bowl and everything, just because our world is changing and so many people are not watching broadcast television as much as they used to because there are so many other forms of multimedia entertainment and uh, material to consume. So I think that might be part of it. And maybe part of it is people are kind of losing interest. One thing Gretchen Carlson said um, is that recently at least, uh, the swimsuit competition was not the most highly rated portion of the competition. People actually really liked the talent portion. So she seems to think it's not going to be a big deal ratings-wise. I guess we'll see when it actually happens. Uh, but she seems to think that, you know, from the participant standpoint and the viewer standpoint, that was not the most important part. Right.
4: No, I, I like this because in many ways, whether the Miss America pageant people would want to recognize this or not, the changes are biblical, right? Because if you're going to focus, focus now on inner beauty and less on outer beauty, of course, as a believer in Christ, we know this, this is in the Bible.
10: Right, you know, Miss America is definitely a secular organization. So depending on, they could, you know, take this a uh, completely opposite way. But I think the initial um, move to focus on, you know, inner beauty, inner accomplishments over just your outward appearance. I think that is biblical, because in the Bible, women are told to talk, to focus on our inner beauty and our character and build that up, rather than what we look like on the outside. That's not saying outward appearance doesn't matter, or that women can't enjoy that, or that women aren't beautiful or we can't acknowledge that. It's just to say, you know, women have so much more to bring to the world and to the table, and so I think any kind of organization that um, highlights that and, and allows women of all kinds to be able to participate in something and really work hard to improve society and then be rewarded for that, mm. I think that's a good thing to
5: celebrate. I right. I think so, too. I guess the further question, though, is whether... And, you know, I'm not trying to be a killjoy here, but whether the Miss America pageant at all is something that is should... Relevant? That, well, not just as relevant, but it's like... It, makes sense in from a christian worldview i mean it's it's a promotion of yourself it's all it's it's clearly even though we're talking about a talent portion it's also appearance based i guess i'm asking the question is the miss america pageant actually worth saving um
10: you know it's something that to me i've never again i've never been into beauty pageants my personal opinion is that you know, why do we need to have a competition to see who looks the best on the outside according to a few judges on a panel? Um, I, I'm all for women, you know, and anybody going after academic scholarships and having kinds of talent competitions, but I think, you know, you can make a difference in society and do a lot of these things that the Best America contestants are doing, regardless of whether or not you're on the pageant circuit or participate in a contest. Um, so it's a fun thing. I don't think it's necessary, and I think if beauty is the main focus, just to say, you know, oh, who's the prettiest, I think that's kind of a futile endeavor, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really do anything to, um, you know, promote anything, really, except for just certain standards of what women are supposed to look like.
4: Right, well who's to say what'll happen? I mean, considering the rise of reality television and all that, maybe the organizers of Miss America will extend this to say, um, let's do Miss America along with Mr. America. And then you know, well, you, there, you there, sell there,
5: there was never Mr there was Mr. Universe, but no Mr. America, right? No, right. You never had that.
4: So now you sort of get like a it was Captain
5: America. <laughs> I'm a big fan.
4: (laughs) Now, see, we're headed someplace else. We are. No, you know, if you did something – reality television is so popular now. You think they would put a spin on this? And
5: maybe that's why – another reason why people have declined in interest is because this was reality television. Now there's reality television everywhere. Right. So it's not like Miss America seems like that big of a deal.
4: But I would think with a new generation, all bets are off. With hashtag MeToo front and center in this world, maybe they would put a creative spin on this to lure people back to watch primetime television as it was, you know, originally intended. I don't know. I just think it's an interesting redo, yeah. And so let's let the well, creativity I mean, I roll.
5: Give, I give kudos to her. Gretchen Carlson is clearly a woman with incredible talents. Yeah. I mean, she's had a tremendous career. She's a wonderful musician. She kind of is a woman who has done it all. Um, and so I appreciate her. And apparently, Miss America was very important to her Without in a doubt. her yeah, development her as a person, and it changed her life. Yeah. So, so
4: Liberty, do you know when the uh, the pageant is this year? Uh, I
5: think it's in September every year, um,
10: okay. and so. They said that with the, you know, locally, because there's all kinds of circuits that, you know, contestants have to compete in, I think the changes will take a while uh, to take place there, because a lot of them are already going on. But the big, to my knowledge, the next big Miss America pageant, it will the changes will be in place, it will be in September and there will be no
4: swimsuits. I see. Hey, You bring up a really good point. Oh, I should say that we're talking um, with Liberty McCarter. She wrote a piece in the uh, the stream, which is a website we love. The Miss America changes are worth celebrating. You bring up a really good p- point, Liberty, in that in many ways what happens in small towns and large cities across the country these are essentially the minor leagues of beauty pageants and so there's an ascending scale of, of a high hierarchy, where if you win this pageant, then you're on a fast track and find your way into the sort of the the hallowed grounds of the Miss America halls. So this is big money. And I'm sure the organizers would not want to mess with this too deeply because they want to keep that stream alive. And I'm sure it also helps young women with the scholarships. And as you say, with poise and, and all those other things that are important to succeed, whether you're a man or a woman.
10: Right, yeah, I think, um, you know, definitely one thing that uh, Gretchen Carlson actually said is she thinks that these changes will, over time, bring in more money because they'll. this is a nonprofit organization. Um, and so they really rely on sponsorships and partnerships with other people who are willing to contribute funds, companies, and everything um, so that they can give out these scholarships. And so in light of where we are today in the two era and a lot of women coming forward about changes they want to see and how they are treated, and everything you have a lot of companies that are kind of, you know, wary to get involved with an organization that has swimsuit competitions and a you know traditional beauty pageant and everything. So we'll see if on the local level and on the national level uh, that's correct or not, and whether businesses actually are more enthusiastic to participate now that it's more focused on women's achievements. And we'll see if the culture is going to put. Their viewership, where their mouth is, you know, a lot of people post on social media about all these changes, but will they actually be more interested in a contest that focuses on those changes rather than, you know, traditional beauty or appearance kind of contest?
4: Well, I love it. I mean, you know, we live in interesting times, so uh, kudos to the Miss America organizers to make the uh, necessary changes. Liberty, thanks an awful lot. We really enjoyed the conversation.
10: Thanks
4: so much. Liberty McArter, she's a staff writer for The Stream. She wrote an article, The Miss America Changes Are Worth Celebrating. Information about that on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. So the question is, does the Miss America pageant matter to you? Mm-hmm. Does it matter anymore? I mean, we live in such a over-the-top, sex-saturated society. I mean, you, you look at Miss America and then turn the channel to The Bachelor. I mean, the two could be worlds apart from each other.
5: But are in essence, kind of the same thing. Exactly.
4: But it's just a different color. Many people would and chime he, in. And, to, and here's
5: the thing. Me saying that I think is indicative of part of the problem is I've never seen The Bachelor. All I've seen are ads. I haven't seen Miss America since I was probably 11. Yeah. All I see are ads. you get the essence. So So I'm guessing what the essence is. The essence isn't interesting to me, and so therefore I don't watch it. Will these changes make you more likely to watch Miss America now?
4: And, or, if you were a mother, if you are a mother, would you allow your daughters to be in beauty pageants? Give us a call. What are your thoughts on Miss America does it mean anything to you? Do you watch this show? If you're a mother, you say to your kids, you want to put on a little talent show and be part of a beauty contest? Well, that's essentially still what it, what would they call it? I mean, they, it, even at a local level, it's not Miss America. It's what? It's a talent contest, a beauty contest. No, no what's longer a, what, can you say it's a beauty contest.
5: What is, what what is what's it? a beauty contest?
4: Who's the cutest? That, Who's the prettiest?
5: Oh. Is that good for anybody?
4: No, it's not. 800-230. I'm sorry. 800-320. 800
5: That's okay. He's new here.
4: No, sorry. That's my dyslexia kicking in. 800-320-8255. Are you interested at all in Miss America? Or has that ship long since sailed mm-hmm. and the organizers are just trying to grab onto something? 800-320-8255. If you're a mom... If you're a young woman, is this something that's important to you? Have you been in a beauty contest? What was that experience like? Chime in with us, 800-320-8255. Miss America makes big changes. Does it even matter? We'll take a quick break. Your phone calls are welcome. Be back in a minute.
6: You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day. (sighs) That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity. Made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com
4: When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line. A long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet,
3: and simply makes sense. So experience more than just a mattress store. Experience an original. The Original Mattress Factory. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university.
2: But Word FM and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Oh, oh, CVS.
6: Oh, oh. It's buy one, get one at your neighborhood CVS pharmacy with thousands of products to discover and hundreds of ways to save. This week, feel your best for less with Nature's Bounty and CVS Health Vitamins BOGO Free and save big on beauty with Maybelline and L'Oreal BOGO 50% off. Restrictions apply ccbs.com slash weekly ad for details. Oh, oh, oh,
12: oh.
6: CBS. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique. But you are not alone. Mad is here to help. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G.
2: If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone, like today. Score two full registration tickets to Creation Northeast June 27th through 30th at Agape Farm Mountain Union, PA for half off. That's four full days of camping and concerts, including Toby Mac, Jordan Feliz, Jeremy Camp, Mendeza, and more for just $101.50. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping.
8: Partly cloudy tonight with a stray shower or thunderstorm, mostly west of the city, low 62, mostly cloudy tomorrow with a shower or heavy thunderstorm around 78. Couple of showers and a thunderstorm tomorrow night, 63 degrees, then we'll stay rather cloudy and unsettled Sunday with some showers around high seventy-seven degrees. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Danielle Nittle on 101.5 Word FM.
4: Hey, welcome back. We've been talking about the Miss America pageant and their announcement this past week that they are no longer going to do the swimsuit and what? ball Evening gown? gown. Evening gown. Evening gown is what it was called. Competition, which yes. is essentially, I mean, in the old days, I mean, Miss America started in 1921 and they had the... In air quotes, the bathing beauties mm-hmm. on the beach in Atlantic City. Now, certainly, a bathing suit in 1921 is a heck of a lot different oh than what gosh, the women were wearing. Know, women
5: are wearing dresses to work that are more revealing.
4: <laughs> you know, there's no doubt about that. I mean, when you see these women, uh, I, I've just seen photos. I've not seen it, but they're wearing the skimpiest of skimpiest it's, bikinis. It is
5: a complete humiliation. I well, mean, I think the, action, the the 1929 bikini is still a hum- or bathing suit was not a bikini, for heaven's sake. Bathing suit was a humiliation just because of what you're doing. You're parading yourself around. But the bikini thing, it is like over the top absurd. It
4: sure is. It looks like something out of
5: Playboy or something. Is that good for women, the women who are doing it? Is it good for the men who are watching? Is it good for anybody? No, which is why I'm glad it's gone the Well, what about the Victoria's the Secret TV oh, show? Oh, don't even get is me that, started. Is that like on Christmas that, night? That, I don't...
4: Which is the worst. I don't
5: know when it is, but I, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with my daughters mm. about, we're not wearing... Anything associated with that company, yeah, yeah, and they're like, "But mom, like, no, can no, I just no, get no, like no, a no. a t-shirt? This is pink on it, what? or what?
4: Is that Victoria's Secret, uh-huh. the pink thing?
5: That's like for the for younger girls, oh, so the that brain. they can you know entice them into their brand.
4: Sure, sure. So that
5: they also can grow up and see that, wow, the company I'm supporting is parading women all over television like it's a porn show,
4: right? Okay, so what do you think? Uh, should Christians participate in beauty pageants? Uh, I think I still have to call it a beauty pageant.
5: What are they going to call it? I don't know what else you could you, a do talent you, competition. I don't know. And here's the thing: it's not like the women aren't talented. If you'd, no, I mean, sure, you've got fabulous. opera singers, you've got like Ballerinas. violin virtuosos, you've got people who are writers and like gymnasts. I mean, it's shocking. It's just it. It's always been. I guess it wasn't when I was a kid, but once I. What, got to be 15 years old or I just started thinking why do we have the talent comp why is the talent competition in any way associated with the ball gown evening gown yeah. thing is just it's well and round. the fact that we're doing all this to get scholarships what just think about that yeah. concept
4: it doesn't make any sense. like we're going
5: to parade around in bu- bikinis so that we can be taken seriously in school
4: yeah Hey, I saw you on TV last night, and now you're at the corporate boardroom. 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. Have you been in a beauty competition? Is it something you'd put your daughters in? What do you think about that? We'd love to hear this from you, especially the Christian women, what they think about Miss America and beauty pageants in general. 800-320-8255. Let's go to the phones, speak with Anna, Anna. thanks for coming along today. You're live with Kath and myself. How are you today?
13: Hi, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Very
4: good. Thanks for calling.
13: Good. Um, yeah, I really appreciate this discussion that you guys are generating because I totally agree with everything you're saying, but I feel that it's a minority opinion in the world today. Um, but I would love it if we could change that. I would love it if we could kind of shift our society's view and realize that these things are not promoting or uplifting women or men. They are more damaging
5: than anything else.
4: I uh, I'll agree with you hundred percent on that. Yeah. Anna, you preach, preach it. It, yeah.
5: Yeah. I I think that's I mean
4: I to men and women.
5: I'm trying not to inject like too much of my opinion into this, but I it's pretty obvious. Well this is why you're here. <laughs> well look, I don't want if someone's listening and they've been involved in pageants, I don't want to give off the impression that I am looking down on you. Because are, I recognize that we're in different we're in different spaces. Oh Kathy, you're such fr- a prude. Well no, but I'm just saying from a from a viewer's perspective, it is the opposite of taking women seriously. It just is. And I'm a woman. I have two daughters. I just, I remember somebody saying to me, I was just thinking about this the other night when this Miss American News first came out. Um, I had my daughter at a family event, my first daughter. She was maybe, oh, she was eight months old, mm-hmm. nine months old. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone at the event said, your daughter is so beautiful. You should look into, you know, trying to model her like as a baby model. She was eight months old. And I thought to myself, over my dead body, will she become a fashion model? And I don't, and she's a beautiful girl. She's 19 years old now. It wasn't that she wasn't beautiful then. I just thought, that's not good for her. Why, how could that be good for her?
4: Yeah. Well, that's a different thing. I mean, being a baby
5: model, I guess, doesn't matter. But like, it's just, it, would that be good for me? All of a sudden, I get some sort of self-esteem boost because I have a beautiful well, see, daughter. That's what is that? it, that's, right? That's, that's sick.
4: That's it. I mean, so I think whenever we talk about these beauty contests, I uh, immediately go back to John Bunet Ramsey.
5: Oh, I and, forgot about that.
4: And that whole, I mean, oh and you gosh. see, if I've seen a documentary about that poor little girl and the whole business, I mean, it's an industry. Right. It's a million, multi, 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 multi-million dollar industry where these little girls are paraded for the sake of exactly what you're talking about for their, for their mother's ego.
5: Right. It's like dance moms. Yeah. Which another show I've never seen, but I'm judging based <laughs> on its trailers and commercials.
4: Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Proverbs 31.30. But what do you think? We need to take a break. 800-320-8255. Did you
5: watch Miss America? Did you, Was that something that you grew up watching or something you watch now? And now knowing that the changes are going to be made where there's no swimsuit competition, there's no evening gown competition, will you be more likely to watch it now? 800-320-8255.
14: Yeah,
2: traffic. It is what it is. Missed concerts, football games, lots of cold dinners, and cold shoulders from Cindy.
0: How much longer do I have to do this? Kids miss me. Cindy misses me. Our marriage is missing
2: me.
11: With a financial strategy from Kurt Knodig.
2: There he was on the radio again. Kurt Knodig. Sooner than they planned. Yeah, retire sooner. So I called Kurt. We just talked about life family it felt right then come to find out kurt's personalized retirement planning showed me retirement wasn't as far off as i thought now the only thing i'm
7: missing is the traffic
6: let's talk accurate solutions group 412-515-3355 that's 412-515-3355
2: Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, and Accurate Investment Solutions, Inc. You're a do-it-yourselfer. A backyard shed for your extra stuff? How hard could it be? Until you realize that basic package from the home store doesn't include the shingles or the paint, the floors, the ventilation there's even a charge to cut the lumber at yoder's backyard structures you get all that plus on-site consultation a structure built to last delivered fully assembled and placed free ready to use with a 10-year warranty so you can do it yourself or do it with yoders yodersbackyard.com
11: discover eden christian academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future See what the largest non-denominational pre-K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whippeo Athletics to fine arts, service activities, and more. Eden Christian Academy, Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org.
2: Saturday, June 23rd, Epic Leap Entertainment proudly presents Big Daddy Weed. hear you live at the Belmont Complex in Katanning with special guest, Citizen Way. Tickets on sale now at showclicks.com. Big Daddy Weed, 8 p.m. live. Doors open at 6 p.m. Don't miss Big Daddy Weed, June 23rd. Sponsored by D Waterproofing. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I
1: feel like a whole new person disclaimer you will not become a whole new person this is impossible you might be able to join a gym or diet program buy a new wardrobe get hair implants but your dna and physical form will remain the same geico waves any and all liability if you attempt to become a new person except a cyborg if you choose to become a half human half cybernetic organism with lasers for eyes the geico legal team would be cool with that because quote laser eyes are pretty sweet pew pew pew. end quote
0: geico 15 minutes could save you
2: 15 percent or more
4: Hey, welcome back. We're talking about the changes that were announced this week by the Miss America pageant. No more what bathing evening suit. gowns. No more evening gown and bathing suit competition. So now it's we're not interested in what you look like,
5: right? However, but of course we are because it's still a beauty pageant. Well, come on, no so one's going to. Seems kind of silly. Yeah, about I
4: mean, it. No, no one's going to get up there with a you know with a unibrow and you know. <laughs> I mean, and I would.
5: Good. What do you think, Mike? Do you want to see the unibrow competition, Miss America unibrow?
4: If you're from Latvia, I think maybe. John
5: would win that. <laughs>
4: hey, hey, hey! No! hey no.
5: There, okay. What the heck?
4: Taking your phone calls at 800-320-8255. Does it matter? I mean, is, is the America, Miss America contest? It seems like a relic from a different. It age. does. It does. When we talk about, I
5: I don't know, know if it's revivable.
4: I guess they're going to give it a good shot because there's a, lot on, a lot, lot on the line. 800-320-8255. Jenny, uh, you're with us today. Uh, what are your comments on this?
14: Yes. Hi. Well, I grew up watching the beauty pageants all the time. I made my parents tape them and I'd rewatch them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the evening gown portion, especially. Uh, a few years ago, I knew Miss Pennsylvania who competed in Miss America. So I followed it. I've been following it very closely in years since. And I think it's a really great move, especially for uh, highlighting the things that these girls are actually really good at, such as their talent, which I love seeing people do things I can't do. So it's always fun watching that portion. And also, I think it'll put more attention on the charity work that they are doing. And I'll just say this for the current Miss Pennsylvania in the America pageant, She is, her whole platform is growing families through adoption. So I think a lot of good can be done if they can highlight more of their platforms and we can hear more about that. I'll miss the evening gown one because it's really fun and pretty watching that, but I think it'll be a good opportunity to highlight what's in young women's minds and it'll be something good for our young girls to watch too
4: yeah. more
5: family okay. friendly
4: and appropriate i appreciate it. i mean i'm surprised that they're getting rid of the evening guys.
5: i kind of I, I, I mean no I, that. that was always my favorite part when yeah. i was little is watching the that. women look
4: beautiful right. don't they yeah all right 800-320-8255 i guess they're just going to wipe it all clean though right no bathing suits No ba- Right. so
5: they're all going to come out in overalls yeah, everyone or, or in the same in the same set
4: you look good in that that's going to be you great do. andrea you're you're live on the air with Kath and myself how are you doing today Hey, how are you good thanks thanks for calling what are your thoughts on this
12: um
15: i I was listening to the past caller I, I agree with her a lot um what provoked me um what caught my attention was um i, I used to i also grew up watching the beauty pageants on the Saturday evening you yep. come home and and it was like a family affair but i think um over time i as the, the older I got I lost interest in watching watching it and I guess i agree that a lot of the focus is more on the looks instead of what can be done with, um, such talent in, in our youth today. Um, so, and again, I'm agreeing with the, the past caller. She, uh, kind of hit on some points. I think it's great that we can focus on what a positive influence we can be on other folks, um, especially the less fortunate um, if we won the contest and what we could do with it. Yes. I am also disappointed to see the gowns go um, and it's sad that it. we waited so long to, to get to this point that it, it. we had to go through all these lawsuits and all this attention for one person to spark so much interest in this matter um, such as the Me Too movement but I, I'm in agreement with this. I mean I've worked in the beauty business um, not full time anymore just part-time and i notice um i tell all my clients god made all women beautiful and we're just here to enhance what you already got going on it's just a shame that you don't see what i see in you well that's good you know and and but anyhow i I, i'm agreeing with the past caller and i'm in in agreement with what's going on with the pageant
4: very nice that's a good phone call thanks thank you very nice Okay, yeah, and I like the idea, you know, after the fact, as Miss America was crowned and then she started her sort of tour across America, she was essentially a goodwill ambassador, right? She
5: was a goodwill ambassador, and she was, but you can't, I mean, you can't get away from the fact that she was also a spectacular beauty. I mean, that was the number one thing that Miss America was. Yeah. I'm not saying that's bad. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not. Who doesn't like a pretty well. I'm not, but I'm saying that it is a beauty pageant. I mean that is what it is. It so is. you so what are some, they going to what, do, what they do they call they, it now? They have to call it that, right? What else are they going to call well, it? Well,
4: they call it the Miss America pageant, but on the lower levels, it's called what? Right? It's not like a charm pageant right. or a talent right. contest. Or I don't a, know.
5: I feel like it is a relic. I do. I don't.
4: i would be surprised if it if it went away.
5: Really? I will. And be. I'd be surprised if it stayed. Huh. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's revivable, and I I don't know if it should be. I'm I'm just wondering out loud well what would take its place i mean look why does it do we need something to take its place i mean look at the world we live in but if it
4: was in its essence if it was really lifted up as something that was right and good and true that really did let women shine in their talents and their skills and their beauty and all that i would prefer (laughs) that as opposed to objectifying women in porn
5: oh I agree. Right. I mean, I agree. Or Victoria's Secret. I, 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 I don't want that. You know, who? That's that's right. junk. Like, or the that's so ugly. Or, Right. of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. So edition. So give me something. Right. That, okay. Okay. But so we agree that the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition is not the perspective no, of women no. that that we want to go for. But at the same time, if you're looking for something that's going to lift women up, just look at like any like the Fulbright Scholars. I mean. Probably about fifty percent of Fulbright scholars are women. I mean, right. if we're looking at something that's going to lift up women for who they really are, then there are countless scholarship programs but that I'm, are around the
4: world. But I'm saying, you know, the program itself is defined as, you know, a pageant. So there is a a pat, you know, we know what a pageant is, right? There's right, a, right, right. But right, but larger I'm, than right, life. Right, but I'm saying if your goal is, is to that. lift
5: women up, you don't need a pageant to do it.
4: But. I'm saying if it didn't go away and it be it, it's morphing right now, it's in the process of morphing into something right, else. Right. So what will that look like? To what extent? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're not going to do a pageant for Fulbright scholars because what? We're going to sit there and watch them do geometry. Well, I'm saying
5: that we don't need a pageant. I guess is what I'm saying. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. I, and I'm saying
4: I, I think we do need a pageant or something that, that highlights the goodness of women. That allows us to acknowledge but that by
5: doing it as a pageant, you're not really highlighting the goodness of women. You're highlighting the beauty of women, which I mean, look, wh- who doesn't who doesn't love a beautiful woman? I mean, men love beautiful women and women love beautiful women. Yes. Everybody loves a beautiful
7: yeah. woman. Guys, okay, so that's a big shock. Well, right? No, I guess it's not. This is the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> but do we need a pageant? Do we need to emphasize it?
9: The nation's largest Christian music festival, Creation Northeast, celebrating its 40th anniversary, returns to Agape Farm in Mount Union, Pennsylvania, June 27th through the 30th, featuring Toby Mack, Fort Country, Jeremy Camp, Bethel Music, Mandisa, Hillsong Young and Free, Jordan Feliz, a special reunion of classic Petra and more. <laughs> Plus, speakers Tony Nolan, Reed Saunders, Keith Adamson, Abdul Murray, Vince Vitali, and more. Four jet-packed days of music. As well as inspiring worship and teaching on our new worship stage, where the Word of God is shared in spirit and in truth. Plus, children's entertainment, Kindle lighting service, camping under the stars, and more. Join thousands of believers at Creation Northeast. with over 75 bands and speakers. June 27th through the 30th. Tickets and more available online at creationfest.com. Don't miss out on Creation Northeast. It will be the highlight of your summer. Maybe your life. More info at CreationFest.com.
2: Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School, 412-242-8886.
11: How do you Friday? Whether you're trying to firm up, slim down, feel better, or simply take a break, Smoothie King has the smoothie for you. And with our $5 Fridays, you can Friday with a purpose. 32 ounce smoothies are just $5, and 32 ounce meal replacements are just $6. All blends, all flavors, all Friday. So, how do you Friday? Friday like a king. Only at Smoothie King, smoothies with a purpose. Participating locations, some restrictions may apply.
4: Okay, we're running the gamut here talking about the Miss America pageant. We've got time for one more quick phone call. Mike, you're with us today. What are your thoughts on Miss America? Hey, Hello? Yes, sir. You're on the air. Hey,
0: hey, hey. How you doing? Oh, just, it, it's such a touchy situation because some of the women, uh, they're athletes, and physically their appearance and things because they work out, Sure, it's all, it's, it's usually the way that they're viewed. It's such a touchy situation for talent to come through and a woman to be viewed. It's all on how the people are seeing them because a lot of them are just trying to do the best they can do because women are always being paid less and have to struggle harder. And if they're looked at dressing a certain way, they're influenced or they're doing things. So it's really a touchy situation. If there was some way we could judge the content of their hearts as well as the people that are Mm -hmm. judging them, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's not going to be fair. Someone's always going to find something wrong or somebody's not having a fair run, or, always something.
4: Yep, that's good. You know? I appreciate the phone call. Yeah. Okay. Too bad there wasn't like a heart o meter, right? You could judge the content. But it is. How how do these organizers put a frame around the event itself? That
5: is that is 21st century. Yes. And the 21st century frame is nothing like Burt Parks. No. Nothing. I think it's going to be a hard sell.
4: <sighs> yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure it is. But for people think, of a certain stripe,
5: yeah. But I, th- but I, I do. I think that Miss America is a relic that is passing away. I think that way. I mean, I, I perhaps might be pleasantly surprised well, if I so, see an organization that's you know promoting, you know, great things for women. But I, I don't see it surviving. So the
4: other option is. The, the Victoria's Secret show, which is on but Christmas that's not the, night.
5: But here's the thing. Why do right? I, If I give up Miss America because it's a relic, do I have to keep Victoria's Secret? I don't think I... Why do we have to have either one of them?
4: Because... It's selling well. I'm sure those ratings for the Victoria's Secret. Okay, thing what?
5: So you're saying that if I keep Miss America, I'm allowed to get rid. Of, that means I can get rid of Victoria's those Secret.
4: Two bookends. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm.
5: think I can. I don't think I get that choice. No, you don't. I mean, no. if I could, I'd for sure pick Miss America over Victoria's Secret runway. I mean,
4: in a perfect world, what does that look like? Maybe that maybe. Well, it doesn't it includes, exist.
5: It includes neither one of them. I don't think.
4: so oh, that's okay. All right. Hey, thanks for being with us. Take a break during our five o'clock hour. We're going to talk about suicide. It's been a really brutal week. We want to hear about celebrities and everybody else, just like you and I. How does suicide crush our souls? 5 o'clock hour.
6: Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group.
2: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A former top aide of the Senate Intelligence Committee was arrested on charges of lying to the FBI.
8: Prosecutors say James Wolfe, the former director of security for the committee, lied to the FBI about his contacts with three reporters. The Senate Intelligence Committee is one of multiple congressional panels investigating possible ties between Russia and the Trump campaign. Wolf is not charged with disclosing classified information. The indictment was announced soon after the New York Times revealed that the Justice Department had secretly seized the phone records and emails of one of its journalists as part of the same leak investigation involving Wolf. Each false statement count is punishable by up to five years in prison. Linda Kenyon, Washington.
2: A good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 75 points to 25,316. The NASDAQ rose 10, the S&P advanced 9. Crude oil up. Or I should say down 21 cents to 65.74 a barrel.
3: This is SRN News. The ride home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. I've been in the
2: uh, Kairos prison ministry for a little over 10 years now. Meet Dwight, longtime volunteer with Kairos prison ministry. A team of 20 to 24 men go in on the inside of the prison and spend three and a half days explaining the gospel of Jesus Christ. As I participated in the first weekend and I saw how men's lives were changed, it just became something I fell in love with. We present talks and meditations, and over the course of this time, they'll be in small groups, and they'll talk about what they've heard. I've seen guys that are just hardened. At the end of these three and a half days, they're totally transformed. They come away with a sense of hope, and they have something to live for. Nothing is impossible with God. I've seen it happen. Being part of Kairos is like having a front row seat to see God change lives right in front of you and to be able to give the gift of hope to one of these incarcerated men. It's something that you'll never forget. Call 412-368-6691 to become a volunteer. Kairos Prison Ministry, 412-368-6691. Brianna
5: was diagnosed
10: with visual and auditory processing disorder and dyslexia. When she wouldn't have the success she was looking for, you could just see her kind of going into shell, trying to take what was in her mind and get it to paper. Just that connection just wasn't there. The assessment showed me that there was actually more of a struggle there than even we were aware of brain balance gave brianna the tools to succeed she's in class she's actually raising her hand and she's interacting and not afraid to, okay if i make a mistake that's okay but i'm gonna keep trying she's like i know i struggled but they were right there to tell me keep going keep trying her academics have increased beyond any of our expectations her teachers are amazed they're just amazed this is a great program it's helped my child beyond measure
2: Help your child achieve success all summer long. Call Brain Balance today and get a jump start on your child's next school year. Make a real difference in the life of your child and your family. Call today, 724-390 9012. Today's world craves leaders. Leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rama Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be a instructional as they are competitive through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics, an independent school where pre-k through eighth grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at christianschool.org At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville,
4: find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At extremetruck.net.
8: Partly cloudy tonight with a stray shower or thunderstorm, mostly west of the city, low 62. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a shower or heavy thunderstorm around 78. couple of showers and a thunderstorm tomorrow night, 63 degrees. Then we'll stay rather cloudy on unsettled Sunday with some showers around high 77 degrees. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM.
11: Welcome
1: to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are
2: your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons.
4: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Friday edition of The Ride Home. we worked hard and uh, the weekend is uh, upon us, is it not?
5: It is. John, is it appropriate now that I would be the person?
4: I think so. To tell you? Please.
5: That your weekend, it has begun.
4: Ah, uh, yes. Five minutes past the five o'clock hour. The weekend is here.
5: That's the this was the song that did it. Uh-huh. This is what it was. This was the persuasive moment.
4: So tomorrow night, we're all going to go out.
5: Everybody's high on consolation. This is the perfect pop song. Uh-huh. It has everything. It has a great key change.
4: Oh, that, how it has that? A, it
5: is a great instrumental.
4: When he's They're when,
5: singing in octaves. There's nothing wrong with it. You feel
4: his... his Yep. Ethos, mm-hmm. Yeah, you? yeah, you do. I mean, if you're in a breakup and you hear this, it would, I mean, I played this song. You know, uh, did you really? Oh, my gosh. Was this your anthem?
6: Yeah, it was. When basically. you broke up with a red-haired girl. <laughs>
4: if your heart's crushed, right? hmm I mean, okay, so we're playing the song because for years, Kath like, looked down her nose and I would say, I like all the notes, and she'd go... Oh, hollow notes. Oh, please. You know, she would get all like hot. It's so
5: hard to be opinionated in public.
4: It is. So then I I said, play this early version of hollow notes, Abandoned Luncheonette, which is early. And this is her first album.
5: Right. And, he's, and he said, you'd have to promise me you're going to listen to this CD. Yeah. I was like, whatever. Because if it sounds anything like private eyes, they're watching you, yeah. I am like out the door. I not they play. But I played this. Yeah, This shows up on Abandoned Luncheonette. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wait a minute, I know this song. I guess I forgot this was Hollow Notes. Anyway, I listened to it. It's like a long song. It's like four and a half minutes long. And then I, I hit rewind. And yeah, I listened I to it. Again. I bet I listened to it four or five times. Yeah, of course you did. And then I thought, wait, this is really fabulous. And then I started kind of investigating a little more. And then Classic Mike told me about um, Live TV at Daryl's House.
4: Yeah, it was a TV show.
5: So I thought, well, you know. I like I, like, I like to see how bands work. I like to, you know, do that.
4: That is a stupid...
5: <laughs> Come on. You know that's a stupid song. <laughs> it's a stupid song. I mean, you it's know, it's of the era. Oh.
4: Thank you, Mike. It is catchy. Very catchy.
5: I roller skated to this song yeah. in eighth
4: grade. <laughs> so you're watching Daryl's house.
5: Anyway, I'm watching live at Daryl's house, and I just got completely sucked in. Daryl Hall is just such an... It's a big uh, talent. It's such an incredibly creative musician and he has he has, has assembled the most tremendous band anyway i i don't know what's happened but i've become a huge fan
4: so today Kath, New mike and i Kath went on and we, we all bought tickets to go see holland oats tomorrow night
5: we're going we're, we're going, taking, we're going. Our, taking
4: our spouses our family we're, we're all, all going. going to show up
5: we're all going <laughs> <laughs> like, I need you to be the designated driver, not because I, I'm going to drink because I don't drink, yeah. but I think I might be overcome with the whole thing. I just might need a ride. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. I got your back. Here's the, you. here's
4: the barometer for me. When I go to a concert, if I'm like totally in love with the show, mm-hmm. if I'm totally in love, I buy a t-shirt. <gasps>
5: If What if the three of us come in here with hollow t-shirts? I mean, I'm going to realize that I have r- truly crossed over.
4: I mean, you really got to love the band because generally the quality of the t-shirts is poor.
5: Right. But it's a record of you having been there. Exactly. It's a record of an experience. Right,
4: right, right. What's I this? can't go for that. Oh, now. yeah, sure. Yeah, I can go for that.
5: With CeeLo Green. Yeah. And this is from Live at Daryl's House. Oh, yeah. This was an awesome episode. The CeeLo episode was great. Paul Pesco, by the way, is his guitar player in this episode. Not that I've memorized them or anything or know all the band members like <laughs> a, a creepy stalker girl, but Paul Pesco is a great guitar player. What if CeeLo shows up tomorrow and sings this? Wouldn't that be great? Mm-hmm. I hope he does.
4: Go not get your hopes up.
5: They're good friends. Can't go for that. Yeah. No, I can't go for that. Uh, but it's no still... Kidding.
4: right. The, Train's going to be there as well.
5: Oh, and you know the reason the train is touring with Hollow Notes is because Train came and did an episode of Live at Daryl's House, and it was so awesome. It's one of the most watched episodes of that whole series, cool. and so they became good friends and thought they were like musically simpatico, and so now they're touring together.
4: Nice. So we're going to have a good weekend. Uh, the uh, ride home will be at Daryl <laughs> Hall and Daryl Notes. The
5: ride home at
4: the Hollow <laughs> <Hall> Notes <laughs> concert. I
5: cannot. Believe this is me. Not to date ourselves or anything,
4: but that's how it is. Oh my gosh,
7: we're going.
4: Hey, uh, I think uh, like a lot of you, we woke up this morning and were shocked, really shocked and saddened by the by the untimely demise of um, Anthony Bourdain. I mean, just shocking. Of course, earlier in this week, you heard of uh, another celebrity death, and for a lot of people, they didn't know who Kate Spade was. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were, a, you know, a, a younger woman of a certain age in a certain time, and you, you know, you followed fashion a little bit, Kate Spade meant something. But, but that suicide, along with Anthony Bourdain, it's just so. Um, I just, the, if there's any goodness in this, and of course, when a person takes their life, there is not any goodness. But it raises the awareness once again of suicide in this country. And suicides have spiked in this country. I mean, it's a 25% increase in just a few years. 45,000 people in 2016 committed suicide. 45,000 people have exited this world by their own hands. So what is that? The, the conversation, I think, that the, this This death of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain will spark more conversations. We're going to have a conversation about this on our show in just a few minutes with a guest who knows depression, suicidal thoughts firsthand. So stay with us. We're going to take a quick break and come back. Therese Beauchard is going to be with us to talk about Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, and suicide. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy. We'll take a break and be back in just a few minutes. Please stay with us. 101.5
6: WORD.
3: You're probably familiar with the story of Job. If not the whole thing, at least enough to know that he suffered a great deal. But even if you do know the whole story, you may not realize that what Job suffered from the most was pride, the last thing most of us are willing to give up. This week on Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee, we'll see that more than cliches or empty advice from his friends, what Job
2: really needed was humility. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5,
15: Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word.
9: Get your copy now of best-selling
2: author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, a Christian Guide to
1: Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold.
4: A couple of weeks ago, Kath had the uh, distinct pleasure of once again defending her crown as the cow milking Which champion. Which I have said
5: multiple times is an example of grace, not works. Yes. Well, because I am very
4: bad. It's working well because that crown is still on your head firmly. Mm-hmm. You're down at the Spring House annually. This, by no accident, is uh, National uh, Dairy Month. Here to talk to us about the Spring House and National Dairy Month is Marsha from the Spring House. Hi, Marsha.
5: Hi, guys. How are you today? Well, how are you, Marsha?
10: I'm good. I'm good, and this is our month. <laughs> it is okay. So tell us, how are you
5: guys at the Spring House going to celebrate National Dairy Month? It's good.
10: Well, we're going to do specials on milk all all month long. We're going to do like super cheap milk at three dollars a gallon mm. nice. this coming week coming up. Yeah, so whole milk or two percent or skim. We're just going to have it out there and help everybody. If they haven't tasted it lately, come in and taste what farm fresh milk tastes like. And we do pasteurize and homogenize it, so it's super safe for everybody. But um, it is like what came out of the cow this morning, came over to the farm, came over to the store about 10 o'clock. And was
12: turned into chocolate milk and whole
4: milk. Today. That's fabulous. Now, Marcia, of course, we've talked about this before, but there is no chocolate milk like the Springhouse no. milk. I mean, it's just—I'm telling you, this is not any exaggeration I mean, by any is, stretch. This is
5: not you who we're talking about.
4: No, no, no. I'm telling you, my son had your chocolate milk. We brought home a, a couple gallons a, a month or so ago, and then after we yeah. drank that, he was like, "Dad, would you go to the store and buy some chocolate milk?" And I bought some, you know, some imitation. I mean, it was real chocolate milk, but he was like. <laughs> This is not really like chocolate milk like the spring house, you know, so from the mouth of a 17-year-old kid who knows chocolate milk. Now, so how about that? So the chocolate milk is so delicious. What about, you know, the, the regular milk?
5: I got, funny you should bring that up, because this year when I was at the spring house just two weeks ago, I chose, and I know this is going to be hard for you to believe, I got a gallon of skim milk instead of a gallon of chocolate milk.
4: Oh, whoa.
5: Yeah. Because you know, I'm, because I'm trying to fit in my She's pants. She's all about the jeans.
4: She always, you know how yeah. much I want to fit she in my pants. She looks good in overalls.
5: <laughs> Listen, the skim milk is fabulous. Really, fabulous. It is because That's it's fresh. Like because it's fresh. It's so. It's really wonderful. Excellent. Okay. It's so even though it's only a half a percentage of fat, it, it's it's just still tastes rich. Yep, it does. It tastes creamy and delicious. You should go buy some now. So then if the chocolate Mm -hmm. milk
4: is good and the skim milk is good, then by association, the ice cream (laughs) has to be fabulous.
12: The ice cream is fabulous. You should try living here.
7: <laughs>
4: God bless you, Marcia. It's yeah, deep, yeah. Bean
12: fitting is definitely a problem a lot
4: of days. <laughs> well, my, I just say get bigger pants, Marcia. That's what I'm doing. But
10: there you go. I Very like
13: nice.
4: that idea. Okay, National Dairy Month down at the Springhouse. Go Don't on down there. I'm telling you, get get your milk. Whether it's whole, skim, chocolate, and the ice cream, there is nothing like the Springhouse.
16: Are you drowning in IRS tax debt?
0: I owe the IRS $37,000.
16: Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS.
0: Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything.
16: Find out about the Fresh Start program Program
11: that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free.
0: I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800 315
4: 9956. 800 315 9956. Don't wait. Call now. 800 315 9956. 800 315 9956. Like you, we've been thinking about uh, Anthony Bouchard and his suicide earlier today. I mean Bourdain? Bourdain, sorry. Uh, It's just shocking. It really is. When you see somebody who's kind of larger than life, not kind of, who is larger than life, and you think, that guy's got the greatest job Mm -hmm. in the history of the world.
5: And he's so good at it
4: yes I mean his language skills oh,
5: his writing skills his uh, his nuance when it comes to music and production it was just the whole
4: package yes and so then earlier this week with the de- designer Kate Spade and her suicide and, and my guess is this in your circle whether it's family or friends you know someone who's committed suicide it's just Heartbreaking. It feels as though we are at an epidemic, right? Where Robin Williams, not that long ago, again, another person, you think, how could people do this? What is, it? and someone like, I mean, someone so big, you just see everyone's pain. Everyone's in pain in some form or another. So when it leaks out and, you know, the celebrity passes away, you think, oh, them too. They're just like me in some way. Therese Bouchard is with us, Teresa, senior editor of Health Central, covering mental health and wellness and brain and nerve health, skin health. She's written for a variety of websites, including CNN, The Huffington Post, Everyday Health. Also, the author of a wonderful book called Beyond Blue, Surviving Depression and Anxiety and Making the Most of Bad Genes and the Pocket Therapist. Therese, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you with us after a long time. How are you today?
16: Thanks so much. It's really good to be back.
5: Well, I wish we were talking to you in a- in a different space in time. Um, This is just an incredibly tragic week. And as someone who was just a big fan of Anthony Bourdain, I never met the man, but Therese, when I I read that news this morning, I cried. I, I cried because... Of a life that was so vibrant and uh, an intellect that was prodigious and just a wonderful spirit of community that he cultivated, and to think that his despair was so deep that he had to end his own life—it, it, it—I it, there, I guess there's no other correct response other than tears.
16: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel the same way, and and with and with Kate too, She was an inspiration to me with her creativity and with her entrepreneurship and, um, her energy and, um, yeah, but I guess it, it goes to show that, that fame and wealth, um, can't shield you from depression or despair or suicide. Right. Um, in fact, sometimes the, the lifestyle of, uh, of the successful can actually breed that even more so than, you know, the average person that, um, that doesn't, isn't under that much pressure. And, um, mm-hmm. I guess that's the sad reality: is that we think that you know the, these people that have it all would be less likely to suffer from depression are actually more prone um, because of you know several things that have gone into their success and kind of breed that that kind of despair that that can happen in in those circles when you're the top of your game. You know, it's it's probably a very lonely place to be top of your game because there's there's nowhere to go and there's you know it's like being on a treadmill and getting tired yes you can't stop and yet if you stop you're you're a failure and so you keep on going and you just you know you wear yourself and um i don't know that could be one that could be one reason i i know that in my study i've always just been intrigued by, by why these successful people Take their lives, and so I, I dived into research a little bit, dove into research, and um, I found um, Michael uh, Freeman has, has done a lot of research with entrepreneurs and depression. And according to his research, it's um, they they suffer from depression at twice the rate of the um, the general public. Is really? that right?
0: People
4: who are deeply creative very successful extremely ambitious you would think exactly. so right right they, they they're walking mm-hmm. a tightrope and so that has mm-hmm. its own sort of thrill factor mm-hmm. also the downside as well
16: right and uh, the personality traits that made them succeed the risk taking the um the obsession the single mindedness um, are ones that grow depression and are more susceptible to, to mood disorders too mm-hmm.
7: um
16: yeah, it was interesting to read his his research based on consulting with um, hundreds of CEOs and entrepreneurs. And, you know, like I said, um, at twice the rate, they had rates of depression and ADHD, substance abuse, bipolar, kind of the whole gamut of mood disorders. And um, yeah, so it's, it's, I guess it makes you understand why these things happen, but it doesn't take away the sadness.
5: Right
16: Vietnam,
5: you know. Yeah, and Therese, when, I remember years ago when we met you on the air for the first time, and you'd just uh, written your book Beyond Blue: Surviving Depression and Anxiety." Um, and I, I love the title of, of the book because it, you don't even have to open it to realize that you can survive it, and, and maybe that's the first message that I want to talk to you about today, is that depression and anxiety doesn't have to end in suicide.
16: It doesn't, um, and I, I will tell you, there have been times in my life where I thought that it was the only solution. you know, I was so close so many times, and so I know, I know what it's like to be in that, that frame of mind where you lose your perspective, and it just, you can't see beyond your, like, there. And it's just a matter of hanging on until, just hanging on sometimes, I would just, make myself hang on for five minutes at a time, you know, just don't take your life for five minutes. And then that five minutes would become 10 minutes and 15 minutes. And, and pretty soon you you found, you know, I I have so much to live for myself. I have two wonderful kids, a a loving husband, a a career, but none of that stuff, none of that stuff is relevant when you're in that space. It's just a matter of just hanging on until you can see what you want to live for, you know? Um, And, and it, and it, you can survive depression, and, and suicide isn't um, isn't the, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Somebody once said, and I think that's true. It's um, but it, it's so hard when you're in that space.
4: I think from the outside looking in, you know, when you see somebody like Anthony Bourdain. I mean, here essentially, from, you know, from my perspective, it's like a guy who had everything, right—the perfect job, the big personality, the intellect, the all the the things that were inviting and, and passionate about his life. And and I wonder, Therese, if if someone like Anthony Bourdain would kill himself, how many people now will go, well, if Anthony Bourdain killed himself, I'm you know I, I'm nothing like that. And and so if you're teetering on the edge, if you're you know, if you're comparing like that. Then you're more inclined to do that. If if or someone like Robin Williams and you talk about Robin Williams in your, in your article as well, when you see someone who is larger than life and cashes it in in a second, whatever the reasons are, I, I think it, it adds more to the despair of people who are uh, you know teetering anyway.
16: Because they see that as the solution, you know. Yeah. yeah. If. if um if he yeah he was all oh, these so much going for him if he didn't find another solution, then I guess another solution doesn't exist. Yes, and that's um that's my path as well. yeah i um I just met with a psychiatrist who commented on that same thing that it's um it can create that kind of she said twenty years ago that people um, were more scared of HIV and, and cancer and so forth and now she's seeing more rates of people being scared of suicide like what if this happens to me you know what what if this is my end result because it's it's covered in the news and it's, um it's, it's you know prevalent prominent again with with these so many celebrity types and um has kind of a copycat uh phenomenon yes. but i think that's why you have to reiterate the message of hope that um that that, that there's not there's there's another way that that it's not the solution that it's you know i just wish it's it doesn't, doesn't it's not as good of a story to write about someone's recovery um someone who had severe depression or was hospitalized and almost committed suicide that came through to the other side it 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 doesn't get as much press but but those stories are there you know so many of of these celebrities and so many real life people that've you know, Ben, at that at that place where Anthony and Kate were, and yet persevered and, and saw the light and just hung on for a thread. Right, um, right. You know.
4: And, you know and, and also as well, you know, here we are, you know, we are Christians speaking of God on a regular basis. And I think, you know, that comes with a, an additional layer of complexity or shame or guilt. If Christians commit suicide and you uh, espouse your belief in Christ, well then, what does that say that you've given up all that hope as well? It just <sighs> on the other side, natural, it, yeah. It, you know, it just I think for you know for the survivor. I, I think, for, like I said, as we brought you in, most people know someone in their circles who has you know committed suicide, and that conversation with the survivors after the fact. I mean, it's just so difficult to make well, sense of it all. Okay,
5: so speaking of survivors after the fact, um, I mentioned at the start of our conversation, Therese, that when I heard about Anthony Bourdain this morning, I cried. And I'm crying for a person I've never met. Um, it's not like this is someone in my family. It's not like he's a friend. But it's someone who I've appreciated being in the public square. It's someone I d- – seriously, Therese, I disagreed with Anthony Bourdain about pretty much everything. So we never had a similar viewpoint. But I, I watched him because I thought his heart was open and I thought he was honest. And I loved how he portrayed the communities that he went and visited. It was so unique. He was, was. just such an incredible talent. And I cried for the loss of that. And I think – I, you know, I wondered as I was as I was looking on Twitter If he could have ever read The things that people wrote about him this morning About the, how much they respected him And appreciated him And loved him And were going to be, you know So incredibly sad without him I thought, would that have changed his mind? If we I mean, Is that what we need to do? Is this one of the calls for us as people Is to just step out and tell people What we really think about them?
16: I do think it's a call Action uh, to you know people are uncomfortable when I was very very low um, you know exhibiting symptoms um,
7: yeah.
16: people were um, a little hesitant to approach me and be say what's the matter? Um, you know they didn't want to interfere or invade or um, but I do think there were a couple of friends and my husband actually, family members were like, you know, I don't know what to do, and so I just haven't done anything. And he said, no, he said, that's not, you know, she needs that support. She needs to know that that you're there. And so the next day a family member came over with a smoothie and said, you know, I, I love you and I just I don't know what to say, but I'm here for you. And I do think that that is extremely important, um, but uncomfortable. And so, you know, most people don't go there, you know, when there's mm-hmm, a co-worker who's right. Up late and looks like she's crying and so forth. We kind of tend to, don't you know? Don't right. don't go there. But 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 that's the wrong thing to do. You know, the right thing to do is say you look like you've you're having a hard time. You know, is one day at work I showed up and it looked like I had been crying and the, um the the my coworker said it looks like you've had you know a tough morning. Is the only thing I can do. But I mean, that. that that meant so much to me, you know, small Mm. actions like that. You remember that. So all these years later, you remember that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I do. And I think as a community, we need to do a better job Mm -hmm. of, you know, identifying when someone's in crisis and, and to support them and, you know, to, to offer help too, to drive them to an appointment or hospitalization. My husband, I mean, I, he's extremely supportive that way and that he, is there to to you know always kind of monitoring um are you, are you doing okay and, and if not you know if i can't drive to the doctor's appointment or so forth um, there to offer that support and and i do think that that these deaths are called action that we we can't just look the other way that that it's our responsibility too to keep people alive mm-hmm.
4: So the recognition, the mm-hmm. empathy, the compassion that goes along with that recognition—that's super key. But you know, I, I wonder this. And, and Tracy, you know, uh, everybody's different. But in those moments, right? In those moments where you're contemplating that, or you know, anybody, myself, mm-hmm. you know, where there's there is so much darkness that tips the scales to the other side, those things, in some ways, I I don't think they they matter as much, right? I mean. It's more about the escape and the despair that drives you to that escape to the to the certainty of death that you know is most compelling at that moment.
5: Yeah, so how do you fight it against is, that?
16: But I think those gestures help you hang on for another 5 minutes.
7: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah.
16: those 5 minutes add up. I mean, it doesn't take away the darkness or the pain, but um just you know, just small gestures, I think. I do think that they're huge that they can make you those even five seconds to hang on, you know even the the time that you're talking to that person
12: yeah.
16: you're not you're not in your prescriptions counting how many pills it takes to kill yourself, you know so um yeah i um i i, I hear what you're saying, and I don't think it can you know fill the the hole of desperation, but I do think that it can. Put off your decision okay. until you, and then you come back to that that support and you remember it. I mean, I still remember, you know, years after those, those gestures, and um, they they somehow form a kind of a foundation for the, you know the next time that you that you reach that despair. Okay. Oh yeah, she cares about
5: me. You that's know? good. I'll
4: take that. Yeah, that's good.
5: All right, last question for you, Therese. Um, you have survived. Um, talk about the things that were most important to you.
16: Um, again, the um, outreach of a family and friends, just knowing that they love me and that they're mm-hmm. there, even if I, you know, even if um, everything else goes to hell and I, um, I can't function. That it, that it's not so much what I do, but who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's one thread they have in common, Kate and, and Anthony, is that when you get to that success, it's what you do and what you do kind of forms who you are. And I think that's very dangerous. Mm. So for me, when I, you know, I had to take a, a a break from work for a few months and that was very humbling for me because work was such a part of my identity. And so really grasping onto these people love me for who I am and also my faith. You know, this is Christian, um, you know, you, you, it, it's hanging on to the promise that, um, the promise of faith and the promise of hope. Yes. Um, that was that was huge. And I think, you know, there is a layer of, of stigma there, an extra layer I think, in the Christian community. But I think that there's also a layer of hope that is um, critical in those times. Mm-hmm. I, I just, right. you know, I clung to it during that time. That's
5: good, Therese. Can't thank you enough. Thanks First of all, honesty. for the for the great work you've done that you've put out in public, for sharing it with us on the air, especially on a day like today after a week like this, and for offering people a hope that is eternal. It's the real thing. Um, it's not something that's just, you know, some kind of beautiful piece of calligraphy you're going you're to put on your wall. This is something that's going to make a difference in your life. Um, these are the books that we want to recommend. Beyond Blue, Surviving Depression and Anxiety, um, Teresa's other books, Making the Most of Bad Genes, and lastly, The Pocket Therapist, Therese Borchard, Thank you so much for being with us.
3: Message and data rates may apply. Texting enrolls for recurring text messages.
5: Happy Father's
15: Day, Dad. Happy Father's Dad. Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day, honey.
3: Oh, thanks, guys. I love the gifts.
2: And guess what? This Father's Day, I got a special gift for the whole family.
15: Oh, something for us?
2: Yep. I got Z-Quiet for my snoring problem. I figured it was about time I admitted my snoring was keeping all of us from getting a restful night's sleep.
15: Well, I think I'm going to
6: love Father's Day even more now.
2: Hi, I'm Dan. As founders of Z-Quiet, my wife
9: Trina and I know the disruption and lack of sleep snoring causes.
6: That's why we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet.
9: Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound.
6: This Father's Day, give everyone a gift they really want and need. A great night's sleep.
3: Try Z-Quiet for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com. Text. Sleep to two four six eight ten, or go to GetZQuiet.com. You know how it is. You wake up and you either feel like saying, Good
4: morning, Lord, or, Good Lord, morning. Hey, this is John Hall, and I have to ask, if the second statement is more like you, why on earth haven't you tried my pillow yet? I've been talking to you about it forever. I'm telling you, once you try it, you'll fall in love with it, right after you fall asleep on it. And, since you're a kind and sharing person, you're going to want to share that gift with someone else, right? Of course you are. Good thing Mike Lindell, creator of My MyPillow is offering his four-pack special for Word FM listeners. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Use the promo code WORD. You'll get two full-size MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows, which are great for travel. Plus, MyPillow is the only pillow that comes backed with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Call 1-800-961-9207. Enter the promo code WORD or visit MyPillow.com and enter the code to get the four-pack special today. That's 1-800-961-9207 or enter promo code WORD at MyPillow.com.
11: Discover Eden Christian Academy and discover an exceptional education where solid academics and authentic faith prepare students to step confidently into the future. See what the largest non-denominational pre-K through 12th grade Christian school in the North Hills has to offer. From Whippeo Athletics to fine arts, service activities, and more, Eden Christian Academy, Christ-centered, student-focused, and mission true since 1983. Visit EdenChristianAcademy.org.
2: The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? Word FM hosts an online virtual job fair 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day of the year. Keyword virtual at WordFM.com now to find our newest employment opportunities from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Sponsored by Express Employment Professionals of Robinson Township. The virtual job Fair at WordFM.com.
8: Hardly cloudy tonight with a straight shower, or thunderstorm, mostly west of the city, low 62. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a shower, heavy thunderstorm around 78. couple of showers and a thunderstorm tomorrow night, 63 degrees. Then we'll stay rather cloudy on unsettled Sunday with some showers around high 77 degrees. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM.
4: Thanks for being with us. The Friday edition of The Ride Home. So we're talking about suicide. And of course, you know, celebrity suicide distills it for all of us. Because whether it's, you know, Kate Spade or Anthony Bourdain, you know especially in the instance of someone high profile like anthony bourdain you watch his show over a period of time mm-hmm. and you, you think i know that guy right i know who right. he is and so i like him or mm-hmm. not or what you've right. got you an can opinion. hate
5: him i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot of both sure i've loved and hated him multiple times but you've for got many an opinion, years right yeah. you've got
4: an opinion about the guy and there's something about anthony bourdain that he was so larger than life that he was so on the edge and kind of think and
5: so open about yeah. his struggles. I don't you know, I read Kitchen Confidential, I don't know how many years ago, it was 15 years ago, 12 years ago. His book. It's it is uh, I mean, it it is a profane book. It is a profane book. But the thing that I came away with from the book is it is unflinching honesty. And that's what he had that drew me in. Is he was not trying tell it. to pretend that he was something he wasn't. Yeah. What you saw is what you got and a lot of it was dark and a lot of it was uh cynical and a lot of it was beautiful and open and um and eager to hear from someone who was different than him i mean i I gotta tell you the the show he did i think it was in last year's show um, he did the jerusalem show and anthony Anthony bourdain was jewish i don't know if, if um if People know that, but he was Jewish, um, a cultural Jew, not a religious Jew. But he went to Jerusalem and he spent half the time with Jews. And then he went over into the Gaza Strip and he spent half the time with Palestinians. Hmm. And it was a gripping episode. I watched it twice because I thought – I watched it the first time and I thought I need to get more out of this. And what I loved about it is him – like when he was on the the Israeli side, he said that my problem with being here – is I feel like a really bad Jew. Like hmm. I feel like I haven't lived up to what I should have been. As a Jew. And then when he was on the Palestinian side, he said, you know what I feel badly about? I feel badly about the fact that the only way I think of you guys is, you know. You're the enemy. Is re- or no, is relief pictures. And, you oh, know, like okay. people getting bombed or, you know what I mean? I, sure. I, I I've only looked at you in the context of what the media shows me. Hmm. So he felt, he was honest enough to say. It's insightful. I can't. I don't feel good about me in either one, on either one of these sides.
4: So maybe that's the key, by him saying I don't feel good about me. Isn't that the the core of suicide?
5: Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but it's I not. I don't feel good. But no, I don't think it's the core of suicide because I also think it's the core of hope. Is I don't feel good about me. So where is the hope? Because I know who I am.
4: Yeah, but you know what I mean. Most people. I don't you. I think most people, ninety nine percent of the world, walks around in some form of self loathing. That, I just think it's embedded in mm-hmm. us. Even even the best of people, right? No, feel inadequate. I, I feel irresponsible. Whether it's a supermodel feel or, like i know, failed or I'm the not. The smartest guy in the room. Right.
5: I'm not smart enough. You or pick thin yourself enough apart. Or successful enough. So or that's wealthy enough. embedded in us. Yep. And
4: I would say, in some ways, that's the nature of sin. That sin wears us down. And it's certainly, you know, whether it's, you know, Anthony Bourdain at 61 years of age, you reach a point where you go, I am so weary of feeling weary, and I'm going to surrender to this, and I'm going to exit out. 800-320-8255. That's our number here at the studio.
5: Yeah, so how do we get out of this? Give us a call. How do we find hope at moments of great darkness. Um, If you've experienced moments of deep depression or anxiety, how have you survived that? What do you have? What words of hope do you have to offer to an audience of of people listening? You know, if if the percentages of listeners are accurate and and, uh, commensurate with what we see across the United States, 25% of our listening audience are people who have contemplated suicide.
4: I'm I'm surprised it's that low. I would think it'd be higher. 800 320 8255
5: how do we get out of the darkest of places
4: and especially here as a believer in jesus christ you would think that you know if if that was true that no
5: christian would commit suicide yeah well that's not the case no of course not. because you know why because christians are people christians live incredibly difficult lives like everybody else being a christian doesn't inoculate you Right. Or otherwise, it would be the placebo or it would be the the magic pill effect. People would become Christians all over because they'd have perfect lives. Yeah. Except the person we follow, Jesus Christ, lived a perfect life while everything around him was grotesquely imperfect. Yes.
4: So how do you handle despair? How do you find the hope in the midst of this crazy, Mm -hmm. topsy-turvy, upside down that look at us. We are top of the heap in many ways, right? Uh, our economic standards, even, you know, even the bluest collar of us or the, the people who, we're still living better than most people in the history of the world and still we struggle. And you think about all the people on antidepressants and mm-hmm. people who are alcoholics and drug addicts. We are constantly trying to diminish the pain, the sandpaper on the psyche of our souls that rubs us raw, mm-hmm. that drives us to despair, that for, for many people pushes them down on their knees and opens their heart to the Savior. And even that oftentimes is not enough. So where is the answer? Eight hundred three two zero. 8255. We would love to hear your wisdom, how you make it through the darkness of your despair. Please call us, 800-320-8255, as we step away.
1: At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, let's start a conversation. Call me, Mike Howard, General Sales Manager, 412-937-1500. Thinking about life
2: insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies?
3: For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323.
1: Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials, or price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
6: You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day. (sighs) That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced originalmattress.com. The
9: nation's largest Christian music festival, Creation Northeast, celebrating its 40th anniversary. Returns to Agape Farm in Mount Union, Pennsylvania. June 27th through the 30th, featuring Toby Ban. For King and Country, Jeremy Camp, Bethel Music, Mandisa, Hillsong, Young and Free, Jordan Feliz. A special reunion of classic Petra and more. Plus speakers Tony Nolan, Reed Saunders, Keith Adams, Abdu Murray, Vince Vitale, and more. Join thousands of believers at Creation Northeast. It will be the highlight of your summer. Maybe your life. More info at CreationFest.com
4: Hey, welcome back. We're taking your phone calls to talk about the suicides, the very public suicides of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain this week and the hope. Mm. Where is the hope and the despair and how do you handle it? How does that work in your life? Because we sure love to have some wisdom. Because look, look at suicide rates have spiked tremendously in the last few years. Forty-five thousand people killed themselves in twenty sixteen here in the United States.
5: Forty-five thousand people. And I and I have to say this again: if Anthony Bourdain could have read what was on Twitter today this morning about him, all of the love and affection that poured out from every corner of the world—from chefs, from people, from viewers, from yeah. every. Would that have changed I don't know. something for him I have n- to right. see the unbelievable outpouring of support that was right there?
4: Let's go to the phones. Brenda, you're with us live today. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, please?
5: Yes, uh, I, um,
12: I think that really the, we need to fight first and foremost to have prayer return to school because uh, kids see this despair every day, and some of them have no real Christian background in their family lives, and so, you know, and so having the opportunity to pray in school yeah. is, is so foremost, but, but also in addition to that, there have been times, you know, in my own life where there were, there were several family deaths in a six-month period, and two of those were from vital, vibrant young men who, um, who died of overdoses, and so, after having going through that that particular period for myself, I actually heard heard a minister on the radio one morning talking about forgiveness of sin, and having having been raised in a in a church, my entire life had never heard the message that Christ dies for our sins every day, so that every day for us is new, and that every day we're forgiven. Um, if our heart is is right, and and remembering that is very uplifting and very um, positive.
4: That's good. I'll take that, Brenda. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I am pro prayer in school. What would it be? I'm pro so? prayer anywhere? Yeah, of course, but and especially for young but, kids. But
5: yeah, but keep this in mind. Let me just say this. Yeah. You can pray in school now. Just not as a group. But yeah, but. I'm just saying, nothing can keep you from praying. No. So if you think, so if it's
4: instilled so, in you, right, you can do it and, if, and if
5: you think, boy, my, you know, it's horrible that my child is not allowed to pray, pray in school. Your child's allowed to pray in school. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't you ever take any government's authority telling you you're not allowed to pray okay. in school. You're allowed to pray anywhere. I'll
4: take that. Let's go back to the phone to speak with anonymous. Anonymous, thanks for coming along. What are your thoughts, please, about this? Um, my
13: thoughts are. First of all, I was so shocked. I'm a little emotional. <laughs> about Anthony Bourdain, because I just couldn't imagine the the despair that he must have felt. because like you said, that he's larger than life, and um, the only thing that gets me through the days is really just the hope of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. the strength, relying on his strength, and I wish I could tell people that and make them know it, and to know that it's not about Church. It's not about religion it's about your relationship with Jesus and his Savior who loves you so much yeah. you know to just open people's eyes because that's all I <laughs> you know you think of all these thoughts as you're calling I'm gonna say something really profound what well, you, you are on the listen
5: what you're what you're saying is profound It is profound
13: and it's it's just and another thing I heard earlier this week there was a guy on the cBS morning show um Anthony Ray Hinton. He'd been on uh, death row for 30 years, and he wrote a book. He was uh, falsely accused, and he was on death row for 30 years. He wrote a book called The Sun Does Shine. And that guy forgave his arresting officers, forgave the judicial system that put him there because he's black and his uh, people, the guys that arrested him were white. And um, it was such a powerful segment on that show because they talked about how he, in that death row, they all knew each other. And when somebody was marching to the chair, they would, like, chant their name so that they knew that somebody cared. And maybe that part of the whole thing, too, is just to know that somebody cares, you know, and to not be afraid to look at people and say hello. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, just to look people in the eye and say, hi, I see you're here today, great, you know, or whatever. It's just... It's a devastating thing and I I just pray to God all the time. Thank you God that you're bigger and that you know all the answers because I couldn't handle it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's good. I really appreciate that phone call. Thank Thanks you enough a
13: so
7: lot.
4: Much. Yeah. Well, please. Um Perfect call. Yes. Um, Let's go back to the phones. Anonymous, uh, you're with us as well. What are your thoughts on all this? Is this me? Yes, sir.
0: Hey, uh, John, Kathy, you guys are wonderful. Kathy, you're a beautiful person. Um John, I, I think I followed you behind the sand steps one day about fifty years ago. <laughs> that, it, it, that's creepy, but interesting. No, I love I like it. That. If you know the yeah, sand steps, butler's, maybe we young at a butlers oh, have come together.
4: Fabulous, oh. um, excellent.
0: My darkness was probably nine, ten years ago, and um, my, my woman, she, she, I found out later that she suffered from depression, but it affected us, you know, my yeah. kid and me, and. Uh, she had me in a bad place, and uh the day that I decided that I was gonna you know go to the other side i uh I kind of messed up with the weapon, and the shell ejected, and there was a voice i mean it was so pronounced it said that is not your decision, it is not your decision hmm. and um I don't know, maybe five years ago she left and and it was under bad circumstances, but i I went to a counselor, and she was worried about my as I've been there. I've seen the darkness. I see it's you and the big guy. It's your relationship, and I, I don't know if anybody can help you other than yourself. To be honest with you, hmm. I, mean, I, I battle with it all the time. Yeah,
4: yeah. I appreciate that. Thanks an awful lot. I mean, it, it is.
0: It, it but also, you survived. You did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be safety and starting over, and it is what it is. You just, you know, it's your grace that you get and
4: find the strength. The blessings
0: you get from other people, and, and you just try to try to do the best you can you know i'm not a full blown christian but i'm a believer yeah. and i've always been that way I, uh, I i've known a couple of people in business that took themselves out and uh, the the eyes were black like a day or two before it was like the enemy was in them people you know what i mean yeah, i do yeah, and yeah they they surrendered to that they didn't they didn't go to the light they yeah. went the other direction you Find
4: know back that's enough for a good call. Thanks for an awful lot. See you at Butlers. We'll need to take a quick break. Stay with us, all right? Um, appreciate the phone calls. Listen, the phones are filled. Yeah. That just shows you how deeply needed this kind of conversation is. We need to talk about this often on a regular basis.
6: You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com
3: In places around the world. There are elders who long for community, connection, and the opportunity to live with greater dignity. Sponsor an elder through Unbound and help bring a brighter tomorrow to one person who has helped us all build a better world. Meet one at unbound.org. Hey,
4: thanks for being with us. We've got just a few minutes left. Uh, let's go back to the phones and speak with Michael. Mike, you're with us today. Um, give us some uh, some thoughts, some insights, some wisdom on where you are in all this.
7: Thanks, guys. Um, I am a cancer patient who's also addicted to pain medication at the moment due to the cancer, but it's been a real problem. And uh, I'm just coming out of uh, a real dark, dark place myself. Um, Never considered suicide, but I do want to say that when you're in that situation, it is nearly impossible to hear the love from anyone and it's really only between, you know, it's, I guess you and your head or, or you and God. Thankfully for me, it's with God. Um, and, you know, he can pull you through, but um, sometimes these things do take a, a very long time. And um, with speaking with my pastor today, um, I said, I think the Lord is putting me through this because he wants to create a, a long change, a life change, not mm-hmm. just a quick change, a quick fix to help me to feel better but but something more than that something that I can um, you know depend on for the rest of my life and yeah. and that is Jesus Christ um, so I'll let you get on to somebody else but it is it is so hard to hear the love from anyone when you're in that position and I wish I had more to give you to say to how to get out of it but yeah. it really is uh, getting right with God I, I guess and and that's the best you can can
4: it's it. a good phone call it's and, a key point right yeah. i mean because we yeah. think when you look at somebody like anthony bourdain or you know any, any celebrity they get all sorts of unfettered love i mean it just right. comes in droves so if they can't grab onto that right but
5: they also get a ton of unfettered criticism i mean you know that yeah, sure. <laughs> anybody who's in the public eye uh, gets that um even if it's hard for someone in that dark place to hear doesn't mean that we don't say it
7: no
4: right yeah because you know what this happened in my family that a member of my family committed suicide. And I think, like all of us, you go back and you think, what could I have done different? How could I have said something or reached out or, you know, just been there in a different way? You comb over this again and again and again in my, in my despair. And of course, it affects the family. I think that, you know, everybody was shocked when, um, Kate Spade killed herself because, you know, she left behind a 13-year-old daughter. And there's Anthony Bourdain leaves behind an 11-year-old daughter. And you think, I mean, it breaks your heart for these babies, mm-hmm. you know, that they're, for the rest of their lives, you know, they could live to be, uh, you know, 80 or 90 years old. They will think about their mother and their father every day in oh. uh, the despair that that leaves behind. I mean, it's just, it's so brutal. It is so hard. So I think, you know. God help us. God help us. God the, help us. The good news is that we do have the strength and the the, the wisdom and the grace and the, God's word, that God is with us. Right. So even in never that tunnel to, of never, darkness.
5: Never to leave us or forsake us, no matter what, how much darkness there is and how profound it is and how real it is.
4: And you know, it's trite, but it, the truth is we are all on this journey and everyone is suffering their own malady of darkness and despair. So don't, how do we be kind and loving to each other? And don't give up. Thanks for being with us. Really, it's a great privilege and an honor to have this conversation with you every day. God willing, we'll see you on Monday. Say your prayers. Be good and kind.
2: The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications.
9: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Fifty years ago, supporters of Robert
12: Kennedy's presidential